and welcome back to Pop Culture Crush. I'm your host, Jessica Jones. Thank you so much for tuning in again, my pop culture besties. You know, I just, I kind of imagine us just like hanging out at your favorite place, relaxed, and just kind of like shooting the bull, you know, random stuff. So just imagine that as I'm chit-chatting, chit-chatting away. So uh, today is a pop culture crush birthday. Doo-doo-doo. Celebrating one of my favorite actresses, Winona Ryder. If you listened yesterday, you'll know that she was my very first favorite actress because pretty much she had brown hair. <laughs> I know, real original. But also, you know, she's an amazing actress, so can't beat her. Uh, like always, this was a tough list for me because. I really like a lot of movies she was in, especially when I started going through on Internet Movie Database and kind of seeing what all she's been in. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so at the end, we're going to talk about some honorable mentions and just kind of some random movies, TV that I want to talk about. But we're going to do the pop five, my pop five favorite Winona Ryder movies. So number five is Mermaids. Do all of you remember this movie? Released in 1990, starring Winona Ryder, Cher, and a little baby Christina Ricci. An unconventional single mother relocates with her two daughters to a small Massachusetts town in 1963, where a number of events and relationships both challenge and strengthen their familial bonds. So, um, pop fact, the role of Charlotte initially went to Emily Lloyd. That was Winona Ryder's character. When Cher complained that the fair-haired Lloyd could not look like her daughter, she was replaced by Winona Ryder. Lloyd sued Orion Pictures Corporation and Mermaid Productions. They reached a settlement on July 30th, the second day of trial. Lloyd received $435,000 and 2.5% of the film's net profits. So... Even though she didn't get the role, uh, she got a pretty damn good payout. But then again, her career really didn't go a whole lot of places. So, so why I love the movie, I mean, if you listen to the first episode, I love Cher, I love Winona Ryder, and also the movie has a really great mother-daughter dynamic. And Cher and Winona Ryder just really work well together. And also, who doesn't love a little Christina Ricci before she became Wednesday Adams? So, it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. My number four Winona Ryder favorite movie is more of an ensemble piece, but she's kind of the main character in it. It's Little Women. I know a lot of you like that movie, so you're with me on that. Released in 1994, it stars Winona Ryder, Susan Sarandon, Christian Bale, Claire Danes, Kristen Dunst, etc. What's weird is when I looked up this trivia on IMDb, I totally forgot Christian Bale was in this. That kind of blew my mind. But anyway, uh, it is a Louisa May Alcott's autobiographical account of her life with her three sisters in Concord, Massachusetts in the 1860s. With her father fighting in the American Civil War, sisters Joe, Meg, Amy, and Beth are at home with their mother, a very outspoken woman for her time. The story tells of how the sisters grow up, find love, and find their place in the world. A pop fact about Winona Ryder from this movie, 
For her role as Joe, Winona Ryder was fully wigged for her natural hair was crock short. So super, super short at the time of production. Susan Sarandon and Claire Danes were also fitted with either wigs and or hair pieces. Hmm. So I'm definitely going to look for that next time I watch the movie. And why I love this movie and why I love Winona Ryder in it is I think I love the character more than anything. I've wanted to be a writer since I was seven years old. Legit. So this movie obviously spoke to me because Winona was my favorite actress and she's a writer in it. And she, you know, says, screw you to everybody who says I can't do it. And I loved that about her and her character. Okay, number three favorite Winona Ryder movie is Beetlejuice. Yes. Release date 1988, starring Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin, Catherine O'Hara, and many others. Adam and Barbara are a normal couple who happen to be dead. They have given their precious time to decorate their house and make it their own. But unfortunately, a family is moving in, and not quietly. They call upon Beetlejuice to help, but Beetlejuice has more in mind than just helping. A pop fact about Beetlejuice, the movie's box office success created plans for a sequel. (laughs) Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. (laughs) I had never heard about this until I read it. A script was commissioned, and Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder actually both signed on to reprise their respective roles, which shocks me because that does not sound like a big winner, (laughs) but whatever. Uh, Unfortunately, or maybe... It was good. Uh, Tim Burton lost interest in the project and went on to direct Batman and Batman Returns instead. So I'm not sure if that would have been a huge hit. Uh, why I love Beetlejuice? I mean, come on. It's that's it's the movie. Winona plays someone dark and introspective and, you know, angsty. And as a young child, then I really, I really could feel that. And... <laughs> relate to it that's the word i'm looking for i could relate to her and if i'm being legit i always wanted to see ghosts but i don't but i do you know what i mean like i would love to see ghosts but not in my house maybe somewhere else but yeah so i was kind of jealous she could do that i related to that as well (laughs) number two for my favorite Winona Ryder movie is Heathers. Come on now. Who's seen it? Have you seen it? If you haven't, you gotta watch it. It's, I mean, it's weird. It's cray, but it's a classic. It was released in 1988 starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. A regular girl, Veronica, tries to survive the social jungle of high school by sticking with the three most popular girls at school, who are all called Heather. As she meets a sociopath named J.D., her life spirals into a continuous cycle of hate, unintentional murder, because you know that happens all the time in high school, and indifference as she exacts revenge on her enemies, also known as her best friends. I love the descriptions from Internet Movie Database. They're, They're great. A couple pop facts. Winona Ryder's agent, begged her not to be in this movie, stating her career would be over. Honestly, I I would argue that this might be one of the movies she's most known for. I don't know. I Maybe not the most, but right up there. I mean, a lot of people think of her, think of this movie. 
And then the high school is named Westburg High. Winona Ryder's favorite band at the time was The Replacements, whose lead singer is named Paul Westburg. Another reference to the band occurs when J.D. says, Color Me Impressed, which is the title of a song from The Replacements album, Hootenanny. So there's a little music trivia for you. And why I love it? She's just different. She's different than the popular girl. She at least tries not to get caught up in all the bullshit. And when they try to get her involved in it, she exacts revenge. Also, I obviously had a thing for bad boys because then I had a crush on Christian Slater after seeing this movie. Even though he's a psychopath and a killer, he's still so cute. I know, I know, I know, I know. So, okay, folks, number one. My favorite Winona Ryder movie of all time, by far. Is Girl Interrupted. Released 1999, starring Winona Ryder, Whoopi Goldberg, Angelina Jolie, and so many more big actors. It's a movie about a girl who's unable to cope with reality and the difficulty that comes with it. 18-year-old Susanna is admitted to a mental institution in order to overcome her disorder. However, she has trouble understanding her disorder and therefore finds it difficult to tame, especially when she meets the suggestive and unpredictable Lisa, played by Angelina Jolie. Uh, pop fact. Due to its prevalence of strong female roles, many young actresses of the era sought to be a part of this film. Reese Witherspoon, Rose McGowan, Kate Hudson, Christina Ricci, Katie Holmes, Gretchen Maul, Alicia Witt, and Alanis Morissette even all auditioned for unspecified roles. That's crazy. That is a lot of actresses. So, but you're right. I mean, when is there big female roles like that, like an ensemble? So why do I love it so much? So this is one of the only movies I have ever seen twice in the theater. I don't go to movies a lot, like multiple times in the movie theater. So that tells you something. Both of my girl crushes were in it, Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie. Yes, I have girl crushes, and they were definitely it at the time. So that was a huge plus and a huge reason why I went to see it a second time. But also, the movie really hit me hard. I haven't been moved by a movie like that. I don't even know. I'd have to think about it. But it hit me hard at the time. The struggles all the women faced just got to me in such a profound way. I didn't put it on my most watched list, favorites list, even though it really gets to me, uh, just because I don't watch it a lot. Because honestly, with this kind of movie, I have to be in the right headspace because it really does mess with me for like days after I watch it, just because it's so sad and kind of hits home for me in a few different scenes. And so if you haven't seen it, I really suggest you watch it. It talks a lot about mental illness and how it was treated back then, but also I'm sure it makes some points for today too. So I do have a trivia challenge question for you, okay? The Girl Interrupted cast includes four Oscar winners. Can you name all four? And they are not all in what I, the ones that I said, there's other ones in there too. Name all four Oscar winners. I'll give you a second. I'm going to give you the first two obvious ones. 
Angelina Jolie, and Whoopi Goldberg. Another one that you might not remember was even in it is Jared Leto. And then the fourth one would be a hard one for anyone to get. I did not get this one either. Vanessa Redgrave. So that's a tough one. So those are our four Oscar winners that are in that movie. That's amazing. So those are my top pop five favorite Winona Ryder movies. But I do have a couple side comments that I want to make. I want to give an honorable mention to Stranger Things. I know that that's not a movie, so that's why I didn't include it in the list. But I really do think she is good in that. And she's really made a comeback with that. And I personally liked her better in this last season. I think she really came into her own. But she was great in all the seasons. A movie that I think has gotten a bad rap. I know it doesn't have very good reviews, but I watch it. I've watched it many times. I still kind of watch it when I catch it on TV. It's Autumn in New York. And I get it. The character isn't great. And it's like sad. And it's, yeah, it's weird. But I like it. It's one of those movies, you know, where you just, if it's on, you watch it. So I like it. Also, I wanted to ask, did any of you see the movie she was in with Keanu Reeves recently called Destination Wedding? I would love to know what you think of that because my husband and I watched it and I was really torn on it because I was fascinated by it in the fact that it seemed like a play, that the whole movie was like a play, but it was also like kind of boring. I hate to say that, but so I would love to know, did you love it and why or did you hate it and why? Also, when I was looking through Internet Movie Database for her films, I came across the film Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael. I had completely forgot about that movie. And when I watched the trailer, I knew like the whole movie. Have you ever had that where you watch a trailer from like long ago and you're just like, holy crap, I watched this movie. And I mean, I think like I remember I really watched it. I think I taped it off of like on VHS off of like HBO or something because I weirdly remembered the whole thing once I saw the trailer. So I didn't put it on my list because I haven't watched it recently. So I would want to watch it again to see if I still like it. But that was another one. Also, uh, I didn't put Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is another big film I like of hers because that is going to be on another list this week. So you gotta tune in to get that. So that's it. Is your pop five different? Let me know on social media what Winona movies you love. And don't forget this week I will be coming out with an episode every day. Like I said yesterday, so you get to know me, so we get to know each other, so we can really become pop culture besties. And get excited because Halloween is coming. And tomorrow we are going to talk about Halloween nostalgia and Halloween TV shows that I used to get super excited would come on uh, every year, even if it was just a couple years in a row. So until then, be sure to like and subscribe and all of that good stuff. I'm in all the places at Pop Culture Crush, all the social media. So come find me. And like I said yesterday, you can find me. I'm a pink background with a black TV and a heart. All right. I'm out. Catch you next time. Bye.